0: What's up, everyone? Another week, another episode.
1: Don't sound so excited.
0: (laughs) I was going to say we're back, but did we ever really leave?
1: Mm, Interesting. Mm. It's philosophical. (laughs) We're starting on that note. (laughs) I want to shout out to all of our WhatsApp people and our listeners in general, but definitely our WhatsApp people for answering the call to send in some voice notes. So I'm very happy about that.
0: And it was fun to hear what people think we need to know
1: yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> and um if you didn't send in voice notes uh you definitely can you still can uh i do want to kick off this segment because we are going to play just two of them but i'm going to kick it well actually we're going to play three and i'm going to kick it off uh with this one with this voice note here it is
2: shalom shalom greenspan here Push it. I just want to hop on here for a second. Just just push it express how weirded out I am right now. I'm push it weirded out at this point. It's not it's it's weirded out is that's some uh, uh, a, a dagger above perturbed because perturbed is up something to do about it. Weirded out is it is what it is. It's just a weird mats of what do I mean? Some of these some freaks. Who call themselves Yeshivish? I don't know what they call themselves. These geese over there opening up this podcast called Kiddish Club Podcast, which is stam. You wanted one thing. You want to cater like those chevra, langer or variasa or whatever. They want to cater to people. They want to become like the millennial Nachum Siegels. I understand. You want to be TikTok version of Nachum Siegel and sit there whimpering about some inspirational quote you heard. Fine, Kiddish Club Podcast. What are you? You're a late. You're not a late. What are you? You're a geek. She called the Geek and Freak podcast, but it's another Indian for another day. Because why am I so weirded out over here? Because they try to open a new segment called "Send in your voice notes." What is this, pen pals? You're looking for pen pals over here. You want to make a podcast? Man up and make a podcast. You want pen pals? You want some? Uh, you you want to make a whole freak show over here? Also, everybody else shows So who's on the same wavelength of you should send in their voice notes, their little little so everybody can make their own just go get a pen pal no i'm not sending you my voice notes no bad enough people are sitting there listening for an hour to you have a hack about who knows what and now you want people to also send in also their hack for i'm done i'm done over here and no you do not have rishas to play this on on air i will come after you with legal
0: literally <laughs> You're, no, crying. Crying. <laughs> You're crying. You're <laughs> crying. This to me is very funny. That was. I mean, we was, don't have Rishus to play it. Yes. Though, yeah, so. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get slapped illegal. So it's the beginning of the end.
1: Basically. I just surprised. So for those who don't know, I just surprised him with that one. He was not expecting to hear from uh, Greenspan. <laughs> no, that I definitely note. did not. But it's always welcome. I hope he doesn't sue me now.
0: Oh, we're getting sued. Yeah, it'll not be fun. Question. It'll yeah. be the
1: mo- most fun lawsuit we ever had.
0: Uh, I just want my lawyers to call him to the stand. That's really all I want. (laughs) It would be great.
1: So that's our official kickoff of the voice notes (laughs) section from Greenspan. And uh, we also want to play the first person to answer the call with the voice notes. And this is from Anonymous. Here he is.
3: Hey, what's up, you guys? I just want to say I'm loving the podcast. I don't know if I never thought of responding to you privately on WhatsApp through the chat. However, I just want to say that I'm finding everything super entertaining and hilarious um let's be real you need to put out more episodes um i think that would make a major difference in my life i would appreciate that immensely so thank you in advance um i would also uh take you up on your offer to contribute towards topics um i think i have a unique take and i almost like you know i always wanted a podcast of my own but not there yet and um we'll see what happens down the road
1: dude we got we have an outlet for you if you want a podcast of your own come on over We will give you the reins (laughs) you know it's funny we we had an advertiser potential advertiser that was going to advertise on the cast and the response that the advertiser sent it was an advertiser that really made a lot of sense and the advertiser said something like not only am i not advertising but i had the idea for a kiddish club podcast first so i'll never advertise i remember that that's way back when way back when i don't think that advertiser ever came out with their kiddish club podcast but The thing is, people think it's just like, yeah, I'll just make a podcast. Yeah. Right? They don't realize the
0: work that's involved.
1: The hours and hours and hours of work. Yeah.
0: It's it's funny because I think you mentioned this once before. Most podcasts don't get into double-digit episodes.
1: Yes, true. And most podcasts, I mean, the the most podcasts, the overwhelming majority just fizzle out. But here we are at episode 79 and we're still going.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to pat us on the back just yet. True. You know, because we, we'd like to get to 100.
1: True. True.
0: Right? can we quit at 100 though?
1: I don't know. Let's let's see what our audience says. Should we quit at 100? That's a good question. Yeah, it's like cuz this a, is getting hard.
0: Yeah, no, it's very hard. It's hard. But not only that, it's like you've given this one you've given 100 episodes, you've put that out into the world and now It'll be there forever. Series finale. I like it. Maybe at 100 series finale. 100
1: series finale. Kiddush Club 100 series finale. Yeah. I don't know who's going to agree to advertise at this point if they know that, (laughs) you know.
0: It's coming to an end. But just the opposite. These episodes are going to just be listened to again and again. So your message will get out there and ingrained in the subconscious of the Jewish mind.
1: Oh, tell it to the advertisers, bro. Okay. Next voice note. Now, this, I loved this one. I love this one. And I love this one because this clearly, this person clearly is up to date in their listening.
0: Not just up to date, paying attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, this one is from uh, Srilly Bertram, and uh, here's what he had to say.
2: I was just listening to the new podcast, and I got a little confused. I thought the correct method for dealing with a beer was to kick it in the face. Uh, not sure what this is about, standing still, running away, but the best way to do it was just to kick it in the face, come on.
1: So over the course of all of our episodes, maybe some people have caught it, maybe they haven't, we constantly talk about kicking animals in the face. And the reason we did that goes back to episode 29, all the way to episode 29, where we did this bit where we spoke about how to fend off a grizzly bear attack. And uh, here's what that sounded like. <laughs> I'm Doc. afraid of every living creature, including cockroaches. What about a dog? I'm definitely afraid of cockroaches. What about
0: a dog? If you no. face... Afraid. Go. Really? You, you can't, can't, you throw, won't... Anything you throw at me, I'm going to say You're gonna afraid. You're going to run if a dog, if it's just you and a dog? Listen to me. What, I always feel like you could just kick them in the face.
1: Yeah, what if it's a big dog? What if it's a German Shepherd? Yeah, you kick them in the face. Yeah, what if it's a pit bull?
0: You kick it in the face. <laughs> Same plan. You're every not time. that complex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sensing a pattern here. <laughs> These are not complicated plans. You just kick it in the face well i remember it now yeah there you go and to be clear kiddish club policy is still the same wherever possible you kick it in the face
1: how exactly are you going to kick a bear in the face
0: no i'm obviously if you don't have to engage with the bear then it's definitely best not to but once fighting ensues <laughs> all bets are off exactly you just <laughs> kick, kick it him in, in the, the face.
1: face this episode is once again sponsored by bedtime if you are in the market for a new mattress and you don't want to pay retail you want to have the quality of the top brands at a fraction of the cost you need to check out bedtime and the way you check them out is by checking our show notes or by calling 917-923-3655
0: the number will be there in the show notes so you can give them a call tell them kiddish club sent you and get free delivery in the tri-state area
1: okay well speaking about bears i'm happy we brought up the bears because uh in florida over the weekend A bunch of people were on a beach, and out of the ocean came a swimming bear.
0: How in the world?
1: Yeah. He just comes running out. He frolicked in the water. Then he came. He played on the sand. He went back in the water until somebody went, wait, that's a bear. That's a black bear. Yeah, Yeah,
0: people are just standing around like it's no problem.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it it is a cub, so (laughs) there is that.
0: I just want to know how it It had to have gone in. Where did it swim from?
1: Right. How come nobody saw it going in? They only saw him coming out or at least that's what the video has, but
0: yeah. I mean, maybe he's coming from another continent. Maybe he's an Olympic swimmer. Bear. <laughs> Olympic bear.
1: <laughs> and uh, speaking about Olympic swimming animals, so we've been, we've been uh, talking to you about the orcas, and uh, for those that don't know, the mama orca who has been training many of these orca pods to attack boats, her name is now White Gladys.
0: I like how that humanizes her, White Gladys. Right. She doesn't sound like such a threat. Right. Right? Right. It does sound like like a grandmother that could live down the block.
1: Right. You mean the the albino grandmother who lives down the block, White yeah, Gladys. it
0: just sounds like my grandma's friends. Yes, you know? exactly.
1: She has, you know, Black Gladys and White she, Gladys. She,
0: she plays canasta with, with White Gladys.
1: <laughs> but the reality is that these orcas are really terrorizing boats, and there was another attack, and this time... They got some of it on video. We're going to include this video in our WhatsApp group, which you can join. The link is available in the show notes and on our website. But in the video, you actually see one of these orcas pulls off the rudder of the boat. And they pulled off several rudders. And uh, this is what it sounded like.
4: We lost both rudders.
1: They lost both rudders. They had to be, like, towed back. Yeah, these orcas are... That's it.
0: No, well, it looks like they want to take them down.
1: That's exactly what they're like doing. Like, it
0: looks malicious.
1: That's what it is.
0: But it, they didn't do anything. Like, they didn't sink that boat.
1: No, well, they tried. They they keep hitting it. They keep hitting it. They keep hitting it.
0: They pulled it. off the rudders.
1: Right. And they're they're hitting the, it. They're yeah, trying to get it to, to go to, under. Yeah. What do they
0: want? Do they want to eat the people? Like, like they, they what think, are they after?
1: They think that somebody uh, hurt White Gladys and that White Gladys experienced some sort of trauma.
0: So this is like a Moby Dick story. Yes.
1: Come to life. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. And they say that they're extremely intelligent. They're one of the m- most intelligent animals. And White Gladys is teaching. And now they're saying other pods, not just White Gladys's family, other pods are copying them.
0: So White Gladys is like lecturing all over the circuit. <laughs> yes. Just teaching <laughs> just other. <laughs> the ocean <workers>. circuit. <laughs> how, to, how to get revenge.
1: Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But it's, I
0: mean, it just sounds like a cartoon.
1: Yeah. For me, it's another thing to fear. I just add that to my list of fears. But also, that
0: was in Spain, I think, right? It was in Spain. And, like, it's not local. Like, White Gladys is in Europe. We're here.
1: But they travel hundreds and hundreds of miles,
0: these orcas. That's a a scary thing. Yeah. The ocean is, is like, one big community. Yes. (laughs) You can get anywhere from anywhere, right?
1: Yes, and we are trespassers in that community. And now they're they're finally saying we had enough of you trespassers. We've had enough. We've had enough. We <laughs> White don't Gladys there. is
0: running for president of the sea. <laughs> the reality is you need to appease this whale somehow. Maybe a carbon. Maybe you have to give it a child. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? An eye for an eye. But at the end of the day, that's what White Gladys needs. Like what's gonna get her to stop? You know? Like, how do we communicate with white Gladys? You want a baby? What do you... I don't know. But there's got to be something that's going to make this orca happy.
1: But they don't call them the hospitable whales, right? They call them the killer whales. Yeah,
0: they are killer whales. They're
1: doing what they're meant to do.
0: Yes, but, uh, you know, if you rewind a little bit to the days of old, there was a respect between the whale community... And the human and the community. Boating community. Yeah.
1: yeah, that respect is gone. Yeah. Well, let's go back. There's a lot of major stories. Obviously, this week has been loaded with tons and tons of stories. We, of course, have to mention Donald Trump has been indicted for the way he handled his classified documents situation.
0: So there's a lot of confusion when it comes to this indictment versus the other indictment, right? So there's now two open indictments against this man
1: which one you talking about the new york one yes yeah so this is a federal indictment uh, i think there's something like 71 counts uh, obstruction of justice and this and that
0: um, could you break it down for me
1: well they're saying that <laughs> i mean there's some crazy stuff they're saying that he had these documents all over including uh nuclear information our nuclear capabilities as well as nuclear information for, about other countries um, they even found some of the stuff in his bathroom uh, speaker mccarthy was actually asked about it <laughs> And he had this to say. We want to make sure it's equal justice for all. We want to look at if we weaponization.
4: Is that a good look for the former president to have boxes in a bathroom?
1: I don't know. Is it a good picture to have boxes in a garage that opens up all the
4: time? A bathroom door locked. So, look, I don't want people to take these.
1: So, not the smartest thing to say by Kevin McCarthy. But not untrue. At least the bathroom has a lock.
0: The truth is, how many doors have a a, a lock with a key, though?
1: Okay, well, I would have said something like, at least it's not the garage, which which when the doors open, it's open to the public. Right. And anyone could just walk by
0: or whatever. But wait, just to to be clear, right, you, you have to treat classified documents with a certain level of security. Now, I don't know who decides what level of security is enough. Like, Joe Biden kept the his documents in his garage yes right is that not just his
1: garage he kept it everywhere they found 1800 different
0: here's the thing why why are they taking documents home altogether like i like to leave work at work and then (laughs) Just just go home
1: nobody knows the answer to that nobody knows the answer but um i go with shapiro on this one shapiro said something i was cracking up he said something like donald trump doesn't think more than 11 seconds into the future interesting yeah and that's true like he's like everyone's like oh what was trump thinking what was he thinking he wasn't thinking anything. He was like, right. I'm going to take these documents and uh, I'm going to show them to my friends. Like
0: he, no, it is a flex. It is somewhat of a flex. Right. You have nuclear documents just having them, just the nuclear capabilities. Right. And that's
1: probably what he was doing. And, you know, they have him th- that recording that CNN has where they have him openly saying what seems like he's showing the files on Iran to someone where he, he talks about General Milley and he says, General Milley wanted me to attack Iran and I didn't do it. And I no longer have the, the capability to unclassify things because I'm not president anymore. So everybody says, aha. Uh-huh. So he knew, he claims that he unclassified these documents. But here he is admitting that he knew that he didn't unclassify them. But I say, "Lavdavka," it's not clear from that recording because you could say that what Trump meant was I no longer can unclassify. These are unclassified, but now I'm not president. So I can't unclassify anything further.
0: Very lumdish.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can, uh, they asked me to be on Trump's legal
0: team. <laughs> I declined. <laughs> and speaking of Trump's legal claim. But wait, I oh, want to okay. get more into this indictment. It says that that there's espionage in it?
1: No. That- there
0: is treason in it?
1: Well, they didn't say treason. Espionage, yes. Uh, they're calling... No, they're, they're indicting him under the Espionage Act. Okay. So you don't actually have to do anything treasonous to be indicted because if you put the government, the, the well-being of the country at risk based on something you do, such as taking nuclear information that if our adversaries— And leaving adversaries, them in the bathroom. Yeah, and our adversaries get it, that's—
0: Potentially putting the country at risk.
1: Exactly. And so you'd be in violation of the espionage act. So
0: how are you supposed to store these documents? If you're taking your work home, right, for any future president listening out there?
1: Well, technically— I- I I do believe that the crazy thing is that if he openly classified these things and there was a record of it, technically, I think he'd be able to take them home and they can't really stop him. He's the head of the executive branch of the government. He could do whatever he wants when it comes to
0: these things. But also you can't unclassify nuclear capabilities. I think he can. So even if he can.
1: He's the boss, right? He's the boss. There is no higher than him in that branch of government. So who can tell him no?
0: So are they alleging that he didn't? Declassify them? Yes. Isn't there a stamp like declassified? Like, no. Don't they stamp it? Well, with, with the record, there is no record. There's no record of declassification. Cause he, cause so he says, I just just take my word he for said it. So he's alleging that he declassified everything, but there's no proof. Right. And, right. And the people are like, well, that's not how you declassify stuff. You don't just. It's not right. just a wave of a <laughs> a wave of a wand or you know uh, declassified done. It's exactly. not magic. right? Exactly. I guess there's a process. I'm of sure declassification.
1: And you know it's possible that he didn't know that there was a process and it's po- and you know part of what they're going to do is try to prove that either he knew or he should have known uh but another thing is the way he handled the entire thing was very bad right because they requested it and he just lied and he he said he gave them everything and he didn't and they they kept asking for things and he was not cooperating with them at all and so he poked the bear
0: mm. But how does it compare to Joe Biden's handling of classified information? Like, well, what's good for was, the goose, yeah, right? but
1: Joe Biden. So Joe Biden's investigation is ongoing. So you can't really say that because for all we know, they're going to indict Joe Biden also. In certain ways, Joe Biden's better. In certain ways, he's worse. In certain ways, he's better in that he worked with the Justice Department. He never, and with the National Archives, he never tried to, you know, stymie their investigation. But on the flip side, he could not have declassified it because he was only vice president. So there's that.
0: Right. So he there's no like you can't say that you declassified anything. Exactly.
1: He doesn't have that. But what we can compare it to in a way is Hillary Clinton. So Hillary Clinton, we know that most likely her emails that she had on the personal server and every other classified information she had on that server most likely was hacked and retrieved by a foreign adversary, right? And rather than come clean, she had her technicians bleach bit the server which is basically erasing it and wiping it so that no forensic expert can ever tell what was on the machine
0: or tell that where it went
1: right she covered up everything
0: everything that should be a crime in and of itself
1: exactly but comey as you remember said well we we looked at it and we decided that no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute this but Hmm. okay but they're prosecuting trump and that was willful right very clearly was willful and that directly affected the country Trump nobody's alleging that anyone ever got their hands on any of these classified files right. it's
0: just you handled these incorrectly exactly. it's just a risk exactly but nothing ever occurred from it
1: exactly and also obviously Hillary Clinton was Secretary of State she couldn't declassify anything either so it's a lot worse and the fact that they didn't prosecute her and yet they're prosecuting Trump smells a little bit like uh, partisan politics and speaking of corruption on the Biden side, Marjorie Taylor Greene, representative in Congress, had this to say about Joe Biden and the investigation that the Republicans are doing into payments to the Biden family.
3: So over in Ukraine, uh, for them to consider hiring Hunter Biden on the board in order to make their problems go away, which was the prosecutor Shokin, uh, who was investigating Burisma for for corruption and, and legal problems, this was definitely illegal for a vice
1: president of the United States and their family members. So, of course, we love playing clips from Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is, of course, the famous representative who spoke about the Jewish space lasers. Yes, so I, was my my say, topic. I was going to
0: say, I was going to say of space laser fame. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, she was part of a closed door meeting where she saw evidence uh, of you know, the Biden family and, and millions and millions of dollars that was being funneled to members of the Biden family I mean, from foreign all, governments.
0: We all watched that footage during the 2020 presidential debate season, right? Where Joe Biden is saying that he he's recounting a story where he said, fire the prosecutor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right? We all saw that firsthand. Yeah. And like, I was wondering at the time, like, all right, I guess if nobody followed <laughs> it up, I, I, guess I guess it's allowed. <laughs> right? No, I right. guess it, it must be either nothing or... Or you can do that sort of thing as vice president
1: right you're talking about when he was uh when hunter was working for burisma and there was a prosecutor that was investigating burisma so they hired hunter and then magically that prosecutor was fired by the ukrainian government after joe biden bragged that he got him fired yes seems like a quid pro quo
0: all that came out and and nothing ever happened so are you telling me that it takes three years Yes. Just to get the ball rolling. Yes. in Such well, an investigation.
1: Yeah, because the Republicans are now in control of Congress. So now that they're in control of Congress, now that they're, they're getting it moving.
0: But it seems like crazy to me that somebody can be accused of such a crime like that's a high crime. Right. It's not just something you do as a vice president. It's not something that should well, be well, no. like dismissed. You you manipulated the position of the vice presidency to, for your own personal gain. Yes. For it, it to take three years just to come to light after we all saw the videos, to me, is absurd.
1: Well, I mean, technically, it didn't really adversely affect the United States, right? I mean, it didn't threaten our national security.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. But again, somebody should be exploiting for their own personal gain.
1: No, of course. It's corruption.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it was so open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that's with all you. you have for that's me. That's all I
1: got. <laughs> I'm I'm on the same page. <laughs> wow. I'm on the same page.
0: All right, so maybe we'll see some justice yeah. being served now.
1: Yes. Well, Marjorie Taylor Greene did say she's she doesn't understand why there hasn't been any type of indictment already. And but but it's still early and I think that it's definitely possible that more information is going to come out. But I want to digress for a moment to talk about the Canadian wildfires because that was big. Yes. That was really big. Yeah, I like mean, 100 million York?
0: people affected.
1: It was crazy because New York at one point was the worst air quality city in the world.
0: Yeah, that's a little hard to believe, but the truth is I was in it and it felt like Mars. Yeah. The whole, everything was just orange.
1: Scariest thing ever. It's like end of the world. you you walking outside like, okay. Yeah, apocalypse. World's over, world's yeah. over, 100%. And um, I mean, seeing in the news that New York, I mean, if you live through it like we did, you know, I, I put on masks. That's how bad it was for me.
0: Plural? You yeah, put on I
1: put on two surgical masks. I really? didn't have an N95, I didn't have any.
0: I just used like a fabric mask. But you you know what? It felt like the right thing to do to protect yeah. my lungs.
1: Yeah, and it was uncomfortable and it smelled. It, it, I was getting, it was, it was nauseating me, the smell.
0: But at the same time, knowing the reason was kind of comforting. Like if you- <laughs> Wildfires in yeah, Canada? Yes, it's like, so- Like who cares okay. about the Canadians? <laughs> I, I love the Canadians. All right, but no. Like, imagine you came out to that and you didn't know what, why this is happening, and you're you, everywhere smells like fire, and right. it's getting dark. <laughs> it's like, uh oh.
1: Some guy wakes up from like a 24-hour hangover. He right. He's like,
0: it. yeah. That's so knowing <laughs> that it's just Canadian wildfires is, is kind of comforting. Well,
1: isn't there, isn't there a medrash like that? The other He he. When he first saw the sun setting, he thought the
0: world was over. Right. Because of his sin. Right. Yeah. Right. And then he woke up Shabbos morning, and that's why he sang Ms Moshili Shabbos. Beautiful. See, there's always a vart.
1: Yeah. There's
0: always a vart to be had.
1: Should we be doing more varts? I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Because we could go that route. But I'll tell you who was really happy about these Canadian wildfires. You may not have been happy, but India was thrilled. Why? Because they got bumped out of the top spot. Right. They have really <laughs> bad air quality. Huh? Yeah. They they like looked at the news. New York worse
0: air quality. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Rakesh, you're not going to believe it. <laughs> I told you one day we'll make it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Don't> you? <laughs> so these wildfires are still ongoing. They're saying that they're going to be going for a long time. Like I think they're even going to be going into the summer.
0: But our air quality. <laughs> has drastically improved. Yes. It was I, just that one day
1: yeah, last week. that one day of apocalypse. I, I think it has to do with wind and I, I guess the severity. I'm not sure.
0: I saw a video, I think I sent it to you, of people driving through those Canadian wildfires. Yes. So there's not much sound in the video, but it looks like they're driving through Gehenna.
1: Gehenna. But I don't get why they keep driving. So like in the, in the video you see them, and of course we'll include them in WhatsApp, um, they're driving down a road and they see the the smoke, and they see the fires, and they just keep going. And he's like, drive faster, and it's Gehenna.
0: The smoke is so thick at one point, and he's trying to go fast. He almost, almost hits someone. Yeah, yeah, he almost hits the guy in front of him.
1: Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like, what does it take to get you to turn that car around?
0: Thrill seekers, man. But, There's no, a lot No, it looks of like they were seekers. trying to
1: get somewhere.
0: Well, obviously. They're no, meaning, on the road.
1: Right, but they're like, they're like no,
0: we'll, we'll not, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, so what? Just fire.
1: <laughs> and Justin Trudeau is blaming the fires on climate change, of course. Climate change is the catch-all. You could blame anything on climate change. Anything.
0: Well, what else could have started it? Uh,
1: not taking care of the brush, not making, you know, doing controlled fires to clear it away, like in California. Um, you know, it could be negligence of people. It could be a lot of things. So,
0: well, that's what I mean. Are they investigating the I'm start sure. of it? Like, I'm sure. maybe somebody flicked a cigarette into the woods. Right. Like that person needs to be held accountable.
1: Very possible. But, uh... Well, one day to keep in mind is June 21st because according according to Greta Thunberg, famous young woman who spoke to the UN, climate change is going to kill us all by June 21st of this year.
0: Of this year? Yeah. She said it
1: in 2018.
0: So we don't have much time. We don't have much
1: time. We got to get as many episodes as we can out
0: before the 21st. (laughs) What about my bucket list?
1: No. I'm sorry.
0: That has to wait. Greta says
1: it, it must be true. So New York pulled out of that. Uh, we all pulled out of it. I, I got my shirt. I survived the Canadian wildfires of 2023. Very excited about it. Uh, but a lot of other things going on in New York. Uh, there was uh, there was a Yankees game, right? The New York Yankees. We we're both avid baseball fans. Yeah, followers. as you know, as you guys know. <laughs> if you've listened to us, you know how big baseball fans we are. Uh, I feel like this clip would have been a lot better and more interesting to us if we had recognized the announcer's voice. In this video clip, which we'll play for you, The Yankees announcer for radio station WFAN, he's talking into the mic when a foul ball just hits him. (laughs) Here it is. Three, two,
2: swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow, ow, ow. It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Are you
0: okay,
1: John? Yes, I I am okay.
0: Just a glancing blow.
1: (laughs) It's not nice to laugh.
0: It looked like he was about to like lose his cool, and then and he, he kind of composed, composed himself. But that voice, you know that voice. I right? don't.
1: I don't. I, again, f- I have nothing to do with baseball. Zero.
0: I know, but his voice just sounds so familiar to me.
1: Stam announcer by Alma. That's what. That's vo- the voice. It's just an announcer voice. No.
0: I guess. But
1: why is he? You know, you hear Where's the bull, b- You hear the ball hit, and you see his eyes and his head following the foul. He doesn't take cover. He doesn't do
0: anything. Because think about it. He's in the stands somewhere, right? He has a booth where he where he delivers his r- amazing radio voice and you know announces these games. And you can't. It's very hard to tell that that thing is coming your way, right? Is it? Yeah. I think the angle. Listen, this man's doing this for God knows how many years. Right. So you'd
1: think he knows,
0: right? Exactly. Baseball
1: players know. No, Why doesn't he know? I
0: think this is the first time he was ever hit probably right so you just can't you can't tell and by the time you can tell the ball's it's already in your face
1: okay i'm going to come clean right now and tell you that i have been to in my life i've probably been to about i guess 5 baseball games in my life more than me really
0: i think so i don't remember like, I don't even... Like, I remember the... Uh, like, that feeling of being in the stadium. It's electric.
1: It is electric, yeah. You
0: know? Like, just having this... When everybody's... People there. Yes. yes. Right? You
1: could say a, a big vart on that.
0: Yeah. Well, I felt the same way at the Shas Yes. Like, you know, tons, a, times yeah. a thousand.
1: Yes. But yes.
0: it's, you know, it's amazing. Yes.
1: There's a, a certain feeling. But I will tell you that uh, even as an adult, I, I was at a baseball game and I was constantly having anxiety that i was gonna get hit with a ball really <laughs> yeah all the little six-year-olds have their mitts out praying for the ball to come their way and i'm like sit down stop praying stop praying we don't want only the ball only you go-.
0: only me right wow yeah that's a new level True story of anxiety yep yep huh we're gonna get you help by the end of this it's
1: just whiskey whiskey cures it all
0: yeah but not at six years old
1: no this was as an adult i said
0: are oh, you saying as an adult Yeah. Year.
1: yeah and, and so which is f- worse, which is worse, because like as an adult, like how often do people get hit with a ball where it does any sort of damage? But I'm staring at that game, going, "I know one's coming this way. I know one's coming this way."
0: <laughs> so basically, the beer guy just basically hangs out in your area. Yes, correct. I just
1: keep drinking, <laughs> I just keep drinking. And moving to our sister sister state, which is California, because the only s- state that is as crazy as New York. Is California so there was a flight I mean you can't really blame this on California but happened to have taken place there a Los Angeles flight and of course we know this is another source of my anxiety a Los Angeles bound flight which originated in New York had to divert to Salt Lake City because of a mechanical issue and on approach as they were coming to California the emergency slide opened and deployed inside the aircraft and here's a picture of it oh wow once again new fear unlocked for me
0: (laughs) did this happen by itself like it just occurred. I feel like somebody was tinkering, tampering.
1: <laughs> it's that guy who opened the door.
0: Yeah. That same guy. Like those. There are people that are like always flirting with danger. You know what I mean? It's like they want something to happen. They're always like tinkering. Like they're nosy. They're looking. They want something to happen. I feel like it was one of those guys.
1: You may be right. We have yet to find out. As of now, we don't know what caused it. But somebody was injured. Yes. Somebody was injured. Well, I mean, if you if you see the picture, you'll understand. This thing is – and, I'm, you know, it, I'm sure it, it, it opens like an airbag, like with gas, I'm sure, right? I don't know. Yeah, because nobody nobody sits there blowing. <laughs> well,
0: clearly. <laughs> you know? No, but it, is it like – you know how they blow up those, like, air mattresses? Yes. Those go slow.
1: Yeah, but this – I, I don't think – <laughs> <quick. laughs> <laughs> I think you need it to go quick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, speaking of planes, I don't know if you've seen this one. So a couple of years ago, there was a guy, a designer, who designed these airplane seats that are double-decker. And there was a lot of talk about it online. And now this same guy, this designer, this company, has redesigned it, and they are in talks with several companies about possibly using them. We're going to include a picture of this in the WhatsApp. But basically what you're seeing is seats, the two levels of seats, right? So imagine you have a, your seat and then two steps up the seat behind you.
0: Which looks idiotic to me, to be perfectly honest. If you would put everybody on the same level, you have the same space, right? Because there's a wall in between each row.
1: Well, no, the, if you if you see, there are certain benefits. For example, the guy on top can lean back a lot further because he's not going to bother the person
0: below. Oh, no, that's not a bother at all to have all of a sudden it's your you. sunroof close <laughs> on top it's, of it's you. It's a sunroof, exactly. That's not cool.
1: And look at the, the, the leg space that the, the people have. Now, you could put your legs as far as you want, and your seat can slide down so the person on the bottom could almost lay flat.
0: Uh, I'm not convinced.
1: You're not convinced? All right, we'll include in the WhatsApp. I would Maybe never we'll put a poll
0: I would never take a lower-level seat. Why? Never. Why? Why? Why would anybody? So you could be, this guy's going to be laying down on top of your head?
1: It's like the top bunk, bro.
0: Yeah. I was never, I want to be on the top bunk. I don't want to be on the bottom. Oh, I like the bottom. Why? I don't you know. Wanna, you want to have somebody on on top of you?
1: Yeah, because I'm always thinking I'm going to fall off the top bunk. Oh. <laughs> you no, know? you don't have that. It was just me.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think when I'm thinking about it, just even in yeshiva days, I was always top bunk. Really? Yeah.
1: I heard that's what they called you. Top (laughs) (laughs) I think the name of this episode is going to be My Secret Anxieties.
0: Yeah. Right? A lot of them are coming out on this one. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) So let's move on to Israel for a second. Now, hold on. Are we going to talk about Chris Christie? No. We got to. Why? Because this is a man that is, he he thinks he's going to get the nomination.
1: (laughs) He knows he's not going to get the nomination. He's the most unlikable person in politics after Ted Cruz. (laughs)
0: I don't. By the way, I think he has a, a, a core fan base
1: of three people: his wife and two kids.
0: Of <laughs> people that love him, right? I just think that we dislike him very much.
1: When you say "we," you're referring to the
0: Jewish community at well, large.
1: It's surprising that you're saying that because I'm sure you know. Vassanias had a whole article on why Chris Christie is great for the Orthodox world and Orthodox Jews in particular.
0: Well, let's not forget that when he was governor, he targeted the Jewish community. Yes. That was a big deal.
1: The Jersey Sting, that's the name of the book that right. talks
0: about it. That was all him.
1: Yes, yes. He put rabbis in jail. He put uh, just Asconim in jail. You know, he, he used a an informant to basically entrap people. That's really what he did. They used a regular civilian who went person to person and begged them and convinced them to break the law. And when they did, they got arrested. That was all Christy. Right, yeah, he's and a Russia. He's going to get him.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> straight to get him. I'm glad that you're the judge and jury on this. But I want to understand. Voss is nice is coming out with this article. Like what?
1: Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, you, the the reason I'm sure you, you're referencing what he said about Jared
0: Kushner. Yes, that's another thing. Like when you make it personal and it's like a vendetta. Like I think you need to explain.
1: Okay, so so. Chris Christie and Charlie Kushner, Jared's father, have a history together. And Chris Christie is the one who put Charlie Kushner in jail. So they have a long history of hating each other. And Chris Christie claims that the reason that Trump, you know, he was very on the Trump bandwagon and then Trump gets elected. There's talk about Chris Christie being like chief of staff or something. And then he's gone
0: out of nowhere, like out of the blue. Chris Christie is now persona non grata.
1: Right. And so Christie says it's because Jared Kushner got involved and said, Chris Christie's persona non grata.
0: Yes. And I got to tell you something. You can't blame Jared I either. I was just going to say that. You can't blame Jared. You can't Jared blame for Jared that. for that. Right. It's like you had this vendetta against his father. Right. And you put him in prison. Right. And now Jared Kushner should share a stage with Chris Christie? No way. No chance. And he's
1: not even likable. So, like, if he was super charming and, you know, had everything going for him, okay, I understand it. Like a Barack Obama. You know, whether you like Barack Obama, forget politics for a second. Barack Obama was a polished guy. You know, he's cool. He's with it. He's you know, looks good. You know, you could understand saying, you know what, I want to be next to this guy because it's going to make me look good. But Chris Christie, anyone who looks at him just gets a bad feeling. And anyone who's with him, you just get, ooh.
0: To me, the most amazing thing was that Jared just like walked over to his schwer and he's like, it's either him or me, right? Like, I need Christie out. And, and that was it. That was great. Would Josh schwer do that for you?
1: I'd like to st- hope he would.
0: <laughs> i like to think so.
1: <laughs> and if not, I'm going to put him in jail. Oh. I know people. Wow. Well, here's what, uh, we well, may as well play it. Here's what Chris Christie said about Jared Kushner.
3: So let me tell you something, everybody. The grift from this family is breathtaking. It's breathtaking. Jared Kushner and Ivanka Kushner walk out of the White House and months later get $2 billion from the Saudis Two billion dollars from the Saudis. You think it's because he's some kind of investing genius? Or do you think it's because he was sitting next to the President of the United States for four years doing favors for the Saudis? That's your money. That's your money he stole. And gave it to his family. You know what that makes us? A banana republic. That's what it makes us. So, he may get 30% again. I'm not sure. Maybe he'll get more. Maybe he'll get less. But let me tell you what he'll know in 2024 that he had no idea of in 2016 he's in for a fight to get it
1: so first of all two billion dollars that was an investment okay and but what is he talking about he got two billion dollars that's your money Who, what what are you talking about how
0: is that money the people's money i'm more focused on his tone it's it's vengeful yes it's like he has a score to settle and he's gonna drag the rest of us into that yes right i don't want to be a part of that no and i don't think america does either and i think that this attitude that he has this this vengeance attitude i think that is going to be his downfall
1: well time will tell i don't think he's going anywhere but obviously he has people supporting him and obviously he has money behind them who's giving him money i don't know because in the horse race. He's not the horse I'd be betting on.
0: We need to target those people. Like, who are those donors that are betting on a losing horse? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, like DeSantis you get. Chris Christie?
1: Yeah. Well, if you look at election betting odds, Christie is so low. He's below Tucker Carlson who's, to win the presidency. Who's not even running. He's not
0: running. But speaking of Tucker.
1: Yeah, he... he He released his first episode on Twitter.
0: First two episodes. First two
1: episodes, I apologize. His first episode got, what, like 47 million views? Between
0: the two of them, 169 million views. Do you know what that means? That means that one in every three people in America has seen his episode. Well,
1: not really, because it could have been overlap.
0: Did you watch it, by the way? Yes. Oh, you did? (laughs) Of course. I was going to say, so you're the third. I didn't see it. I mean... Of course. It's my job, isn't it? Of course
1: and I, I i never liked tucker he's a conspiracy theorist he's talking about ufos and he's talking about how russia is really not that bad i don't know i, I just don't like for, him as a guy i don't like him i don't like him i don't like his laugh i don't like anything
0: you have a lot of rage inside yeah, i do it's coming out wow
1: i also think he's an anti-semite secret anti-semite really yeah why
0: the, would you say that
1: because the whole kanye thing was because of him and kanye's like oh the jews they, they're responsible for all our problems am i allowed to say that on your show and he's like you could say whatever you want on my show, Kanye. He I, literally
0: said that. I feel like he was inviting Kanye to just bury himself. Like, you can dig your hole as deep as you want it. No, but, be, I, but it's not T- true. Tucker has had Jewish people on his show. Yes, and, and libs of TikTok. Right, he, he he loves her.
1: Yes, but... Right,
0: so you can't just call him an anti-Semite. He, it's not he fair. Was not,
1: he was not letting kanye bury himself he had quoted kanye in the past he had defended him and said everybody says kanye is crazy because he says things that people don't like and don't want to hear even though they're true
0: well it's a very strong allegation and i take issue with it
1: good so what are you going to do not watch his next one like you didn't watch his other episodes right i guess also people are pointing out that even though he has all these views we don't know how long each person watched Right. So Nielsen, when he's on television, they can measure how much of the video people are watching. And here we don't know. I mean, Twitter knows, obviously, but they haven't released that information. So 150 million views. For all we know, it could have been 100 minutes total. You know, it could have been everybody only watched a minute.
0: I'm always curious about the Nielsen ratings. How do they know how long people are watching? Like, are they tapped into your television?
1: People have boxes. Well, in, haven't. even mean, back in the day, yeah boxes boxes that are attached to the television a cable box no 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 it's a special nielsen box that people people are part of the polling they get this you
0: have to be part of it like how could they know they don't know who's watching anywhere
1: well cable does if they if they're watching on cable cable is able to figure it out but when they talk about the nielsen ratings I do believe unless things have changed, that maybe, you know, maybe now with, with phones or, or maybe there's a different way. But uh, that's how it used to be, at least. Could I move to the Middle East now? Oh. <laughs> you give me permission?
0: Be my guest. We'll
1: start in our So first of all, we've been talking about Angel Bakery. And the last time we spoke about them, we, you and I had a discussion Yeah. where I said that I couldn't believe that they called off the boycott because this guy wrote a letter where he apologized. And you said, what more do you want from the guy? Well, Barlev says that it was not an apology, okay? Well, who is Barlev
0: again? Remind me. I think, are they partners?
1: Barlev was the member of Knesset who started the whole thing, who caused the whole... Ruckus. Ruckus. He's on the board of Angel's Bakery. He's the one who was protesting
0: protested, right. outside
1: Rev Gershon's house, which started this whole thing. Okay? So now everybody's like, okay, it, the, the boycott's over. They apologize, and Barlov's like,
0: uh, We never said sorry. We're just explaining uh, the situation. <laughs> in Israel, if we're really sorry, you get shawarma in the UPS. <laughs> you understand? This not the apology. So
1: I'm taking a victory lap. That's all I, I think know. you
0: deserve it. Thank you,
1: because you yes. you did
0: say that you like this is I, w- I was like hey whatever it's an apology like who you know let's not scrutinize it, and then this comes out.
1: See, uh, we're going to move straight out of Israel because we have we have a lot to cover and uh, the hour is getting late. Uh, there was caught on camera this horrible story: a Russian person who was swimming in egypt off of the off of the coast in egypt and he was attacked by a tiger shark this was bizarre bizarre i, I don't know if we're going to include the video we're not yeah it's,
0: it's but it's not really a direct you angle. can't really see right. much but it is highly disturbing it's disturbing i was disturbed
1: so this tiger shark he's swimming and you know people there see that he's being attacked he doesn't seem to be fighting the shark at all
0: well the could you play it just play it here it is <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. 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 What is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
0: First of all, like it's it's a little crazy because there's music playing in the background. Yeah, right. M- makes it surreal. I, exactly. Yeah, and then you see his feet go up into the air, and then his head comes out of the water, and he seemingly he's still conscious. Yeah, right. D- but it doesn't seem like he's alarmed. Right. It's almost as though he surrendered. He surrendered to yeah. the shark. Yeah, because he's clearly being like handled. I think they by say you're supposed
1: to try to poke them in the eye.
0: I, it didn't look like he was trying anything.
1: Anything. Yeah. He resigned himself, and you know that the 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 people were able to catch the shark and they beat it to death, which was like
0: really biblical to me. <laughs> like they <laughs> like, eye for an eye, <laughs> right? Like it was like Sharmuad type. Yeah, like yeah, like they went, they went, and they caught it, and then they like killed it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder if they retrieved the individual. Okay,
1: let's move on. I know that's <laughs> let's move on. Like, it's just is dark, and then it is the next level of dark.
0: No, but 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 I'm just. These are my meanderings in my mind.
1: <laughs> also, in Egypt, the Egyptian government has banned a Dutch archaeology team from continuing their research because of what they call its "quote Afrocentric" exhibition.
0: What does that mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it seems that these uh, these archaeologists are portraying the ancient Egyptians as being um, of black skinned, let's say, and apparently the Egyptian government. They can stand a lot of things,
0: but they're not. They're not. <laughs> they're but that not they can't stand, stand apparently. <laughs> not, but that—that's what they were, though. Uh, we, well, we we assume. Yeah. We assume, but you know, I think we have it on good authority. Yeah.
1: They came from Canaan. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. They they were the descendants of 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 Ham.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But they <laughs> they are apparently the most racist and, country in the world.
0: But I also think that. Even they know that Egypt was not a Muslim country. No, I don't. Ancient, ancient civilizations. Do I'm they not sure. Do they think that they go back all the way? We go back all the way. <laughs> we have always been here in Egypt. I think everybody has to come to terms with the fact that Egypt never was a Muslim nation, right? No,
1: I, I disagree. I actually saw a great video. I don't know who this guy is. It got sent to me. Uh, I want to play it. Because he he simulates what his thing is. He does this with a lot of different uh, conflicts around the world. He tries to present both sides. He plays both sides of a conflict, right? So he plays the Palestinian side and he plays the Israeli side. And he tries to give an unbiased presentation of what the conflict is.
0: Oh, so nothing to do with Egypt per se, just Palestinian versus the Israeli view
1: yes the reason it reminded me was because you said well the Egyptians know that you know there was no Islam there that you know they weren't necessarily indigenous to the land so he actually covers that because that's one of the big fights between the Palestinians and the Jews right because the Jews say Jews are indigenous to the land and the Palestinians say no Palestinians are indigenous to the land you know they they repeatedly say this is a, a A common refrain now from the Palestinians is to say that Yeshua was Palestinian, even though he was obviously Jewish.
0: Oh, so they're claiming him for themselves.
1: Yes. Anything to to erase any uh, Jewish connection to the land of Israel, uh, historical, any historical connection that Jews have, they'll erase it. And they'll just rewrite history and they just go with it.
4: I think you should play the video. Here it is. Israelis, you have been disenfranchising our people with the world's longest military occupation, illegally grabbing land and subjugating our people to squalid conditions as you cut us off from resources and basic rights and privileges. We have offered to share two state solution peace treaties five times in the past with you. The Peel Commission, the 1947 UN Resolution, the Arab League Summit rejection of land offerings in the late 60s, the Camp David Yasser Arafat rejections of the 90s, and the 2008 Mahmoud Abbas offer rejections, and you still keep saying no. We are trying to work with you. We keep saying no because ultimately this is the land of our ancestors, We won't accept a Jewish authority, especially one that was forced upon the region by colonial powers of Europe and further assisted by United States imperialism. Well, this was the land of our ancestors too and far before the rise of any industrialized European power, let alone a caliphate or Islamic authority. Our prophets even before Muhammad, a Muslim at this point would probably say peace be upon him, lived in the area as well, and the Arabs, not all Muslims but specifically Arabs, are the descendants of Ishmael, son of Abraham, as well as the true Muslim generations that lived and populated this area. Okay, that's a theological claim that we believe you believe, however non-Muslims have a hard time believing Leaving it considering that there are no full Quranic texts before the time of Muhammad to affirm his statements. Sure, maybe you are descendants of Ishmael, just like we claim to be descendants of Isaac, but they took over most of Arabia, not the Levant. And to us, it seems like the Quran was just inspired off of stories from the Torah, Tanakh, and New Testament in the Bible. Uh, okay, that is incredibly offensive and wrong. Your scriptures were corrupted and re-revealed to our prophet by Allah. You're the ones that came in and pushed out hundreds of thousands of Palestinians during the 1948 and 1967 six-day wars, and now you refuse refugees the right of return to their own homes prior to war times. Okay. Yeah, we did displace them just as your Arab neighbors evacuated Jews from their lands that flocked to us Why do you think there's like hardly any Jews left in former countries that used to have hundreds of thousands like Morocco and Algeria? Arabs just started attacking us from all sides We defended ourselves and won and in post-war situations It's not uncommon for the victor to repartition and consolidate land after the six-day war We weren't even obligated to offer a two-state solution But gave Egypt the entire Sinai Peninsula back and offered you sovereignty which you denied Well funny because the way how you handle your sovereignty which shouldn't exist is a system that systematically oppresses us and blocked off neighborhood islands that you've created illegally and aren't even recognized by the UN. Well, what do you expect? We keep getting hostile threats and actions from literally every single person around us, and especially you! Gaza keeps shooting rockets to the point where we had to build that Iron Dome defense system. You've launched two antifadas against us with suicide bombers. Palestinians can enter our land through checkpoints, but Israelis are almost dead meat if they even try to enter your neighborhoods. Yeah, except your military, which by the way, your military has killed thousands of our people in the process, including children. Your people have killed our people in the process, including children. Yeah, Well, you've killed way more you keep responding with a lack of cooperation and aggression What do you want us to do just put down all our weapons and say okay? We trust you what would happen to us Jews if you took over Do you really think we would be treated with equal rights and dignity in a Palestinian run state in a perfect world? We would ideally like you to just peacefully leave and return everything back to us the way it was prior to the British mandate times Maybe some of you can stay but the whole nation would have to be run by Palestinians No, we have a historical right to live here too. the UN at least acknowledges that we've built up so much and even though It's kind of messy. We're still doing a good job considering our quality of life HA! Yeah, your quality of life! Once again, treaties denied. We don't settle for your propositions. Guys, guys, let's just chill out a little bit, okay? Here, I brought some bacon. Everybody loves bacon. You want some bacon? That's not kosher! That's not halal! Get that away from me! It's, uh, turkey bacon. Oh, okay. Okay. This This changes changes nothing. Guys, that was literally like the hardest thing I've ever written in a script. More than the Columbia cartel thing or the Macedonia dispute thing. I'm actually looking forward to North Korea. That's gonna be a breeze. I don't know if
0: it's actually unbiased like it does sound like he's leaning a little bit more to the Israeli side but it's much more fun when you actually can see the video and we will drop it on our WhatsApp and if you're not part of that join
1: there is so much more to get to we we don't really have time but I, I always like to end on a high so uh, I'm gonna bring up this story so there was a Chinese man who went on a blind date uh, with a woman and Apparently, she came to the date with 23 of her relatives, and the relatives just- Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: (laughs) She brought relatives on the date? Yeah. I don't know. Is that maybe that's an Asian culture thing? Maybe. I don't know. To me, that's a warning sign. Or maybe she opened the door, and she was like, "Mm, this guy's not it. Come on, fam. Come on. Let's go. (laughs) It's a bad sign when you- It's a warning sign. Right, when there are 23. It's a red flag is what it is.
1: Yes, for sure and uh, so the family really racked up the bill and when the guy was done he, he didn't like her seems and he said well i'm not paying and he he stuck the bill on the family and they sued him in court.
0: Well, I can't, first of all, you don't blame him, right? No. Should he have to pay for 23 of, of her other relatives? Of course
1: not. Right? And the fact that they sued him is like bonkers.
0: The fact that he even went on the date is a little crazy. Like, unless he didn't know how he to didn't know extric- extricate himself <laughs> from the circumstance. He's probably thinking, how do I get out of this one? You know? He probably went to the bathroom and then just bolted, <laughs> Went out the window. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: The court found in his favor and said he only has to pay for his meal and that of his date.
0: Oh, he has to even pay for the date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to pay an for interesting her. one because clearly she had no intention of like making this work. Yeah. Maybe she should pay for herself.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that.
0: But he was also probably, he was just happy not to have to pay, pay for the, for the rest of the people. Yes. Right. So he accepted that ruling unless he appeals.
1: <laughs> 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 we will follow it and keep you updated
0: thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed the episode share it with someone that you think would enjoy it of course you know you can follow us on social we're on twitter we're on instagram follow us there you can also reach out to us by email it's hock h-o-c-k at kiddish club and you can support the cast by visiting us at buymeacoffee.com slash kiddish club the link is in the show notes and we are out We are not number one. Literally, <laughs> we are not number one anymore.
2: <laughs> shalom, Shalom, Greenspan here.
1: I just want to hop on that's here. That's why no, I was pushing just, you. Does, does Pasha
2: express how weirded out I am right now? I'm probably Weirded <laughs> out at this point. It's not. It's it. Weirded out is that's a a a dagger. Above perturbed, because <laughs> perturbed is that for something they do about it. Weird, at that is it, is what it is. It's a weird of What do I mean? Some of these some freaks call themselves yeshivish. I don't know what they call themselves. These geese over there opening up this podcast called Kiddish Club Podcast, which is, um, you want to, one thing you want to cater like those Chevro Langer or whatever they want to cater to people, they want to become like the millennial Nahum Seagulls. I understand. Wanna be TikTok version of Nahum Siegel and Superior so whimpering about some inspirational quote you heard? Fine! Kiddish Club Podcast? What are you? You're late? You're not a late? What are you? You're a geek! You should call it the Geek and Freak Podcast. Let's to another Indian for another day because why am I so weirded out over here? Because they try to open a new segment called Send In Your Voice Notes. <laughs> This pen pals. You're looking for pen pals over here. You want to make a podcast. Man up and make a podcast. You want pen pals. You want some. Uh, you you want to make a whole freak show over here. Also, everybody else. Shows, also, who's on the same wavelength of you should send in their voice notes. They're a little a little hard, so everybody can make their own. Just go get a pen pal. No, I'm not sending you my voice notes. No. Bad enough people are sitting there listening for an hour to you, have a hawk about who knows what. And now you want people to also send in also their hack? I'm done. I'm done over here. (laughs) And no, you did not have Rishis to play this on, on air. I will come after
0: you with legal, literally.
1: And this episode is copyright Kiddush Club Media.